0: Welcome to Past Voices, Present Sayings, a podcast of audio tapes delivered between Pastor Arnold Rudat and Edmund Hartwig, his father in law. This is the very, very first audio tape that Edmund Hartwig made when his family had just moved him back to Michigan, his home state, in 1982. So, in this podcast, you'll hear him have a special message for his kids and his grandkids. You'll have him talking about uh, finances and Social Security and his views on that. And most importantly, we'll have him read a devotion he wanted uh, his family to hear and hear his prayer for them. And also you'll hear his wife, Bertha, um, also pray with him the Lord's Prayer. So let's go back in time to 1982 to hear these past voices and see if they have anything to say for us in the present. twenty 29th,
1: 1982, now seems kind of quiet, kids are gone, mama's pretty well, got things straightened out again. I don't know just what words to use children to tell you how much we really appreciated all of you this year how much Grandma and I really appreciate the thoughts of love, the presence. Like I promised you, I said I would try to give you a kind of a diary of what went on, so we're going to attempt it. Just what it's going to sound like, what it's going to be like, I'm not quite sure, but we'll see. Mother just asked, where do you suppose Arnold and Donna is by now? I wouldn't know, but I would imagine they're pretty well through Chicago by now. Five minutes to five. And it's five minutes to five. Maybe they're even getting pretty close to Milwaukee. I don't know. Hope so. Grandma just said she's just finishing up the dishes. So you can about imagine how far along we are here. I just got up. I slept up till now. A few minutes after you left down in Arnold, or shortly thereafter, sky sky clouded up, looks nasty out, even looks like it might be drizzling a little bit. Starting a new day, this is the morning of December 30th, Christmas, New Year's Eve day. This clicking that you keep hearing in the tape is the pause button I keep pressing. I just don't want to leave it run constantly because there'll be too big a gap in there where you'll hear nothing. As of right now, Mother is to town mailing a box containing some clothes that were left here. She probably will stop at the bank and get some money. It's cold outside, but it's beautiful. The sun is shining. Beautiful outside. Looks that way, at least for me in the house. I'm back again. Still the same day. Just woke up from taking a nap find that mother has pretty well cleaned up everything around here, even has taken down the Christmas tree, packed it up, and is putting it away. In the process of cleaning, she found one of you kids, little jeep, I don't know what it is, but or who it belongs to. Black and it's a black and yellow thing with a little wind-up thing, I think, on the back for a, a uh, spare tire or something it really scoots along on a hard surface sets up and goes quite neatly I really don't know who it belongs to at the rate I'm going this tape is going to be a month long because it just seems like I can get an awful lot on it and not use very much of it going back about this little car I would imagine our and include this car when I send the tape and if it don't belong to the one that gets the tape first she can send it on to the next one all that work hey I haven't said anything to you kids yet so grandpa will just say hi to all of you hi Michelle Marty Annie how is Annie and how is Philip doing Goodness, if this gets to M- New Prague, I'll have to say hi to John. How are you? I hope this tape finds you in real fine shape after your long trip. Rachel, we hope that your prayers will be answered. David, if you would be here, your ears would be chewed off, and that would be bad, wouldn't Our broadcast day, station WBHS operating on 3 megahertz with a power broadcasting of 6 watts the morning of December 31st, New Year's Eve day, starting our regular broadcasting day. I don't know whether I'm going to like this or not, kind of getting boring already what you're going to do after about a week. Seems like news don't come in too fast. And when it does, I don't know just how to word it. Mother put in her usual three hours this morning working for her lady in town, Mrs. Baker. She's been home, took care of me, this afternoon, we had company. My sister, my oldest sister, Natalie, and her husband, Herb, was over. We had quite a gab session, mostly gossip, as usual, as to what goes on and what don't go on within the family. We got to talking about getting social help from the state and from the government, got a little input from how they operate and what they get, not too much different than from what we are getting now, and that's just about it, just got through with supper, kind of sitting around waiting to see what's going to happen, I guess fill you in a little little bit more later. So what I was going to fill you in a little bit more later just didn't get around to doing much about it. So that will be about all for that day. So this is the new day. January the 3rd, I guess. Well, I'm so mixed up on my days anymore, I don't know Sunday from any other day. But regardless of what it is, Mother is going to town, do a little shopping, a little banking. So I'm just kind of sitting here waiting for the uh, social service lady to call. Anyway, Mother has gone to town this morning to do a little banking. We have kind of gone over our bank receipts and our savings, and I'm sure if we are going to have to be honest with them, and I want to do just that. I don't want to cover up anything. And if this be the case, just like when we made applications for help to pay our utility bills, when we made application at the time of uh, uh, Social Security at the age of 65, they say you. They said we might just as well apply for SSI. That is the Social Security uh, income, supplementary income. Well, when they finally got around to uh, checking out our income or our savings or our possessions, we weren't entitled to any of that. So I'm quite sure that if the social lady comes here and if all those things still hold true, uh, we won't be entitled to any of that. And I'll tell you kids that if I have to be down in a gutter as deep as, let's see, my sister is, God bless her soul and a few of these others, if I have to be that that poor or that dependent, I don't need their help, period. If that's how poor I got to be, I'm gonna look elsewhere and naturally elsewhere it's going to be to my kids. God give them to me, and I'm sure that they'll take care of me better than they would. That should be about enough for the health care part of it. I'll fill you in a little bit later on some better news, hopefully. The, the day isn't all gone yet, but Surely there's got to be better news than what I've given you so far. Listening to what I just recorded, boy, something really hit me. Whoever said that a government was supposed to buy my clothes, buy my groceries, pay my bills, like the rent, utilities, I never heard of such a thing. Who said they had to do that? I would like to add now, children, that 1982 has been very good to us and that we are not in any big, dire need. So this is why I made these last remarks like I did because between My kids, my Lord, and myself, we'll make it. This ends our broadcast day of January 3rd, 1983, operating on a frequency of 3 megahertz with a power of 6 watts. Grandpa would like to read tonight a couple of devotions that I have in our meditations. Truly blessed and clothed in righteousness. We read from Isaiah 61 verses 9 and 10. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people the Lord has blessed. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of righteousness as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. We are truly blessed. In keeping with the spirit of the season, we Christians have again acknowledged that we are truly blessed. The festivities of Christmas and the assurance with which we enter another new year, remind us that we are a special people. We have comfort, hope, and joy in our hearts, which are difficult to express in human words. Although Christmas is past for another year, the message we learned will not be forgotten. The decorations are being taken down and packed away. The trees are being cast aside. The gifts have been exchanged or put to good use. These are all physical reminders of Christmas. However, a few weeks from now, we may have difficulty remembering from whom we received the new doll or the sweater. We will not forget from whom we received the greatest gift of all, though, our Savior from sin. The words, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Will continue to bring peace and joy to the hearts of men, women, and children everywhere. As members of the family of God, we are truly blessed. Again, we were reminded of our many blessings when we attended New Year's worship services. God has provided for all of our needs, spiritual and physical in the past and we are assured of this abiding presence in the future our hearts rejoiced as we solemnly reflected upon god's many blessings to us in like manner the lord through the prophet isaiah reminded the children of israel of their many blessings god had been with them during the many years of their captivity. He had now kept his promise that he would return them to their homeland, permit them to rebuild their temple, and live in peace and prosperity. Because God had kept his promises, all who see them will acknowledge that they are a people the Lord has blessed. Their children will be a constant reminder to all the nations of the world that the living God is just, merciful, and filled with goodness. May we and our children be a testimony of God's love and lead all those around us to acknowledge that we are a people the Lord has blessed. Clothed in righteousness. In olden times, there were no printing presses and no means for reproducing words, as is the case today. When men in those days wanted to preserve their words, they did this on scrolls or clay tablets. God, too, employed human language. And spoken this way through the prophets. His word tells us of the riches of salvation that are ours in Christ. In lovely, picturesque language, our text speaks of that which must ever remain the constant theme of all Christian teaching clothed in the righteousness of Christ. One obvious reason for wearing clothing is simply protection. It is not wise to go out in cold weather without a coat. Another reason for wearing clothing could be called decoration. The text mentions the headgear of the bridegroom and the jewels of the bride. Garlands and jewels are not worn to keep warm. They are decorative. They suggest celebration. We begin to understand the picture language when we hear the words of Isaiah. All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. In the book of Revelation, we have this description of the sinner. You are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. By God's grace, sinners are by faith clothed with the garment of salvation. They are covered with the robe of righteousness The garment referred to in our text was the outer garment worn by noble people, priests, and kings, which completed their attire to the last detail. Nothing was lacking. It is the righteousness of God in Christ which is given to us by faith and which covers us completely. It is a glorious righteousness secured for us by Christ through the perfect, sinless life and substitutionary death. Nothing is lacking in this climate of salvation. The wonder of our text is that we don't have to be afraid of being found naked by God. We have complete covering for our sins in the forgiveness earned on the cross. God wants us to understand what it means to be robed in the righteousness of Christ, to be clothed in the garments of salvation. He wants us to know the joy of a life that is lived by faith. Dear Lord, as we recognize the old has passed away, And a new year is before us. Make us mindful that it is another year of grace in Christ Jesus. Assure us of that new life, dear Lord, by permitting your word to remain in our midst and to dwell richly in our hearts. Increase our faith, Lord, and use our time, treasure, and talents to your glory. Even as we receive your saving grace, also instill in us a joyous zeal to share it without wearying until Christ Jesus returns. Dear Lord, we are ready to retire for the day. With our whole heart, we thank you for keeping us in your loving care, and we thank all of those who remembered us in their prayers. Lord, this night, keep us in ours, in your gracious care, especially our souls. We look forward to that moment when we together can stand before your throne. Hear us for Jesus' sake, we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, Amen. And that concludes the day for us. Good night.